Welcome to Hellcast. I am Reaper, and what I thought was a syndicated show, evidently is a show now, at least this time I hope, is a show that I'm going to be doing by myself again, because Eddie's being a fucking knob, and he hasn't even showed up again. So I figured it might be humorous to at least get him on the phone and see what the fuck's going on, so let's check this out. Let's see what, let's see what this guy's doing. Probably dicking around with date night bullshit. Come on. I know you're there. You knew what time to come down. Dude. Dude. Probably taking a shit. Hi. This is Eddie's voice. Oh, come on. After the beep, just leave me a message. After the beep, just leave me a message. Why did you say it twice? I didn't. You know, because of the echo. <laughs> Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Squeeze harder and blow it out your ass quicker because we got a fucking show to do. God damn. With your message. I am satisfied. Fuck me. Holy hell. So anyway, I'm not... See, I do outside of Hellcast in my real job. I also do on the side, as and maybe some people know. I hope you do because I want more business. I do Reaper Metal Records. And the other day I was dealing with more knobs aside from Mr. Satan uh, trying to get my fucking money. And they're going to have to remain nameless for obvious reasons. But I tried calling at least three to four times. I get fucking... Back and forth bullshit. Spent about 45 minutes to not even get the fucking payment. In the midst of all this, I figured, well, fuck. I'm going to at least have some fun with this. So here's me trying to get some fucking money. Thank you for calling. Chef, I believe you're receiving money. Am I correct? Yes. Okay, just give me one second. Okay, Justin. Hello, Justin. Yes. Okay, I'm not sure this transaction has already been paid out. So have you already called your sender? I've been getting jerked around all morning for this call here. I I, I tried... I have the the actual receipt right here in front of me. Then you got... I I talked to three different people. Then you told me to go call an 800 number. I, I dialed that. I got a robot that I couldn't talk to anyone. Now I'm back here. I mean, we gotta get this figured out. Okay, well, Justin, I've been checking on this transaction. It's already been paid out to the center. It's actually, um... Bullshit! I didn't pick up anything. All you've been doing is jerking me around all morning. It sounds like one of you guys took the transaction number and then got the money yourself. So we got to figure this out. Otherwise, I'm going permanently and you guys can suck a dick. Well, Justin, I was saying that you are the one who actually, um, received and collected the money. It's actually the sender. He refunded the transaction. Uh, unacceptable. I mean, he, he, this is the number that he gave me. He, he, why would he grab the money that is his money? Okay, well, um, I can't answer that. But once again, um, this transaction has already been paid out. So you need to, um, call your center to verify this money transfer. No, I already did that. I've talked to him several times. He's on my ass all, he's been on my ass for a week. 
asking me when, when his order is going to ship. I got autopsy records to send out here. I don't have all day to be dicking around with you guys telling me that the money didn't get what you're probably embezzling for yourselves. So figure this out right now. I want to talk to your manager if you can't figure it out. I have no okay. time for this. I, I understand that. Just give me one second. I'm Justin, okay? Mm-hmm. Hello, Justin. Please stay on the line where I'm looking for a manager, okay? Okay. Hello? Yes. How can I help you? Yeah, so I've been getting jerked around by this payment all day here. I mean, I had you transfer me, told me to call back, and then told me to call an 800 number to speak with somebody, but I didn't get somebody. I got an automated message. And then now here I am back, and now I'm getting told in a completely different story that the guy, the sender of the money, took the money back, which that isn't true. I mean, if you got some stories, at least get them straight. I need this money. I need better than mmm. I gave you an order, not a sandwich. All right, let me just check check that on my records, okay? All right. Yeah, it, 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 it shows that the, it was already paid. When? So the center took back the money you're still telling me. Um, all right. Well, let's see, sir, what we can do. Let me just get a specific department. We can see, uh, see what we can do. In, in, in. Okay, give me a moment here, okay? Okay. Have you looked outside today? Have you fucking been outside, you little fucking homo? It's fucking snowing. So? Taking a while to drive down there. And you, Put some chains on the tire, sweetheart, and get the fuck down here. Jesus. What are you doing? Well, listen, honey buns, it's not me. <laughs> it's the other fucking people out there driving 30 miles an hour. And oh, my fucking God. What? fucking kidding me? Merry fucking Christmas. I got the green light now. My arrow's to turn fucking left. And there's a fucking penal position. Oh my fuck! God damn it! I, I wish I had a race or a Pontiac Bonzo right now. This fucking asshole in his goddamn penal position. You're fucking dead. Is he gonna be late? What's he gonna be late for? The fucking ground was the ground fucking frozen. You gotta get there that quick. Why is up in traffic? There's this asshole in a fucking minivan. He's putting his hands up to stop. Did Did you start the show without me? Yes. Oh, you were dicking around. Voicemail. What's, all right, dude, I'll be there in a minute. Just, yeah, I'm coming out of the door. All right, cool, fuck, all right. Hey, is your door unlocked? Yes, come on in. Right. The, the show's all right. going. All right, hang on. Jesus oh. fucking Christ, man. Well, I told you I got to take a shit. Fucking. Let me get my headphones on. Oh, my Bye. God. Oh. Where the hell were you? I, again, have you looked outside today? All right, we're in the basement of hell. I forgot. So, I, I got, I, dude, I'll be right back. I, I. I, I, I can't. You just got here. I can't clench anymore, dude. This cleanse thing, it's just, it's too much. This cleanse thing. Holy fucking shit. Hell cleanse, right. Hell cleanse. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> All right, Arnold. <laughs> I didn't say, I'll be back. I said, I'll be back. God damn it. I hope <laughs> you have toilet paper in there this time. No. Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. This fucking magazine's great. This, oh, the centerfold. Oh, the mouth is open and it's shaft inside. Oh, it's gr- the eye. It's coming out. Oh!
Whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Dude, I'm reading Codex Excurum, Codex Excurum's latest magazine, all right? Where the I, fuck I, are you? Dude, dude I, I'm reading about Mark Riddickson here. Fuck, dude, there's editorials about how Tom Hanks is face. Dude, there's a Wings of Metal thing. Ow, ow, ow. I've... Ah, Wings of Metal that I've got to read, dude. I don't want to be talking dude, about this. Dude, and hey, we're in here, hey, dude. That sounds very interesting. Hellcast is in here. talking to a dude while he's taking a dump and probably whacking off. I'm not. I am just, I'm so, just reading a magazine. Oh, dude, it's Codex Obscurum slash Facebook or Facebook.com slash Codex Obscurum. I don't I, I, on that gay shit. Just, just fucking Google Codex Obscurum. How do you spell that? I'm stupid. Fucking phonetically spell it. It's Codex. C-O-D-E-X Obscurum. O-B-S-C-U-R-U-M. Codex Obscurum. Hey, this is Chris Barnes, excited to give you some sneak peeks of the new Six Street Under album, Graveyard Christmas. Silver bells, silver bells, it's Christmas. 
of dog's creation fornicators upon the altar profanatica return with their most vile and virulent creation yet thy kingdom come out now on hell's headbangers available on traditional black vinyl splatter vinyl and only 111 copies on picture disc with a jacket and poster don't forget about the cd full color shirts and girly t-shirts available as well here's profanatica with ropes of hatred
last time we had what the fuck for a band called Naked City. Do you remember Naked City, Eddie? The TV show from like the no, 60s or whatever it was? The band that went like the this. band. Oh, I tried to forget that actually. It was so good. You know, I I kept coming on myself when I heard it, so I Nate wrote because I had said I want to meet the guy that actually likes this band. Well, Nate wrote us and he says, <laughs> oh, that's I'm one awesome. of the I'm one of the people who listens to Naked City. It is a side project of legendary jazz avant-garde uh, composer John Zorn that he made after hearing Grindcore for the first time. It's basically a weird academic fucking around. It's great. So, uh to each his own. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny about that. I was talking to. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I was talking to Don of the Dead from Nunsaughter the other day. Mm-hmm. I asked him. I said, "What do you think of the band Meshuga? Because they get very. They're not as fucking avant-garde and weird as those guys. But they, it's fucked up time signatures. You can't really tap your foot to them. Yeah. And he goes, "I don't think I'm smart enough to listen to them." <laughs> I was like, "I might be borderline too," because I, you know, it's like aggressive and. You put it in, and I like it, but it's sometimes ah. But uh, I, I think maybe we're just not smart enough to to get Naked City. Yeah, maybe. Thanks, Nate. Anyone else that uh, listens to Naked City? Well, you can write us and let us know, or any of the other bands that we rip on. I am uh, definitely curious to meet these people via email, not in person. Right. <laughs> and uh, Jesse sent me a very heartfelt letter. Jesse had first written one time saying that he was a uh, young fan of the cast and he was randoming, growing through some of the older episodes. And, uh, you know, he, was that he, randomly going through some of the yes, other episodes? Okay. You know, I've, I've been talking a lot all day. But, uh, you know, he was hitting us up uh, hitting us up for recommendations and stuff, and that was pretty cool. Uh, and he had wrote back and he. Uh, has says uh, okay first let me say that i am a bit of a dick what a, what dick. a dick for never continuing to write back to you yeah what the fuck jesse god damn Dude, our lives are hinging on the response I, to the response yes but not the next response I was, but then the final response i was sitting in my chair <laughs> white even, even white sometimes knuckles going when win. there is no response well, when there's no response, we're not waiting for a response. So. <laughs> I, I, I honestly forgot, but it was nice of him to write back. But from the last time we chatted, I've grown and changed a lot, or at least feel I have. More self-aware, more self-esteem, etc. Probably because of Hellcast. You think? I'm sure. Well, probably more yeah. me than you. Uh, right. <laughs> I, that's why he wrote me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good point. I also found my sense of humor from you guys. Hey, hey both of us. Right. <laughs> so thanks. I love it. I was recently listening to episode 11. You're a little off there, Jesse. And it hit me. I haven't emailed you back. No. I didn't know a year passed since the last time I wrote. Hey, so sorry uh, about Jesse, that. you haven't emailed me either. Dick. <laughs> Fuck. Now my self-esteem's in the shitter. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of which, I might have to go again. Anyway, you guys have turned me unto, unto a lot of music, a lot of great bands. Necrofilth, Midnight. Who? That sounds like Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> October 31. Hey. 
And that is just to name a few. It's funny, I remember around the time I last talked to you, I was mainly listening to death metal because I was just jumping into it and I loved it. Now my tastes have become much wider within the metal subgenres and much more developed, I guess. And in a way, you guys help me really appreciate what I listen to and the bands I listen to, even if others don't like them. And for all of that, thank you. I love the show. You guys are funny as hell. Well, I am. And you, <laughs> and you guys introduced me to some music I would probably otherwise not have found and or be so fond of. And even though every blue moon or so you rip on a band I may like, us, never. No. I don't care. Because they, the, they show is way just what because <laughs> i think it, what it's got to edit editor, yeah, editor <laughs> no that's what he wrote because no, they show is him, way just sounds, a grand I'm talking about you because <laughs> the, the, the show is just way too grand to pass up so how is that well, thanks, for a good Jesse. make up letter eh? but seriously thanks well unseriously Fuck you. <laughs> because one year to reply to my goddamn email? What the fuck? Yeah, come on. And <laughs> zero infinity since you sent me one, dick. <laughs> what the fuck? God hey, damn. Hey, Uncle Jesse, where's Daisy? You fucking her in her little Daisy Duke shorts? <laughs> now I bet you're going after Luke and the other guy from that show. But seriously, <laughs> you're welcome, Jesse, and anyone else that is uh, learning of new music because Bo. of Hellcast or name. bad music, you're welcome. Yeah, that's what the show's here for. We'd like to hear that kind of feedback. So anyone else, feel free to write us heartfelt like letters. kind of feedback. Whee! You said that joke before. Uh, but <laughs> anyone else that wants to write us, feel free to, even though it might take you a year to do so. But Jesse brings up a good point, because we do rip on shit, and I would feel that most of that stuff's probably considered mainstream. Now, while I think that, that was a lot not of times, mainstream, though, that Naked, Naked City, City was not. No, but I think a lot of times we do rip on stuff that's mainstream, and I feel that uh, a lot of times mainstream is uh, something that we kind of are fans of as well, considering some of the bands that we talk well, about. And, and the other thing about like not ripping on underground stuff, I think being DIYs ourselves, there's almost like a mutual respect. You know what I mean? Well, mutual respect or no respect. I feel that mainstream is a term that is uh, ever-changing. You know, we had once mentioned how... Or you had once mentioned how people would be like, you like Twisted Sister, but how? I don't like glam and stuff. And it was right. like, well, that was like w way different. That was no rat. That was no Motley Crue. That yeah, because they had fucking attitude. And, and you knew there, there was just... Right. Yeah. And we have talked about such larger bands of sorts. Right. And I would feel that may, at one time, Twisted Sister... Would have been considered mainstream, but I don't feel that now it is considered to be mainstream because might much like alternative music, that is an ever changing style. That is an ever changing label. It is alternative music Rock from the nineties is isn't no doubt anymore as it is was then in two thousand thirteen. It's probably Lady like Maroon Gaga or Five or something. Now. I don't even know who that is, but probably I think it was Don of the Dead. Speaking of again, because on the one show we were blabbing about a lot of uh bigger acts and he had pointed out like well this is an underground show why don't we talk about something underground i still feel that it's 
relevant to talk about something that the vast majority of metal fans are going to know and get what we're referring to. But as one person that may see our shirt or may not be a fan of the show or whatever, might be like, well, those fucking guys, they're sitting there talking about Metallica and that Eddie Satan, he loves ghosts so much. That's mainstream. And then on the back of their t-shirt, it says crushing the mainstream from below. What is that? That's a fucking contradiction. Right. Insert to my explanation right there. And I feel that, you know, as a much to people that are perhaps like Jesse listening to us, valuing our opinions, I, I feel that, you know, as a younger lad, you know, you, you, you hate. When you're a kid, mostly too, yeah, you really hate mainstream shit. You're, you're surrounded by it. It's kind of like engulfed in your uh, your age, your your uh, generation, and it, you really just don't like what it stands for. That's what they're you know trying to shove down your throat, and you really can't avoid it. But I think in time, you almost, I, I, at least for me, kind of develop an appreciation, or you kind of drop the hatred, maybe because the mainstream label does change and it isn't what used to be mainstream but i mean what was mainstream for me that really bothered me was you know your your shitty corn limp biscuit and all that and that still definitely bothers me to the fact that it's labeled metal but really at the end of the day i really don't give a flying fuck about it and i almost can look to say like Pantera or something, and whereas a, as a younger kid would be like, fuck that, that's bullshit, but I could stand outside it and analyze and see like, well, I can understand why this band is successful, is within the mainstream, because they are fans of, of metal, they're just doing it in a different fashion. Yeah, they're trying to sell records, but you don't have a, 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 a total disrespect. And then, you know, I, I could con- I could sit there and ramble off examples all day, but I feel that, uh, you know, that kind of goes hand-in-hand for a lot of bands. Definitely didn't come... That never came around with Slipknot and all that bullshit, though. No, no. It, part of the thing is, too, is like, if people are saying, oh, he's got a ghost shirt on or whatever, it's like, you know what, well, they... Those bands, they they started in the ground, and it, it, there's a difference between like a band like Slipknot and that just Ghost, came out of nowhere, or, or, or yeah, yeah, and it, and it, and it exploded because they were, you know, I could be wrong because I, I never followed, you know, bands like that, so I don't know, maybe they did have a, a tough underground upbringing or something, but um, th- there's something with, with the, the mainstream bands I think that you and I referred to on here like you said so we can have a basis like whether it's the iron maiden or judas priest or ghost or um guy there's probably people that probably say angel witch if we've or satan that that those are mainstream bands and maybe they are but it's like that's if, if you say satan you know what they sound like if you say angel witch you know what we're talking about judas priest if i say black mariah some people are gonna be like fuck is that yeah. And no no offense to those guys. I just got into them. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then, well, this is fucking good stuff. So, fuck. I, yeah, I don't give a shit what people say. Well, and no one's saying anything. <laughs> right, right, right. But I, I was uh, more so, given the, uh, the the reflection upon how I, I, I feel that there is, it is an ever-changing label. And what happens to it then when, say, said said mainstream band is no longer mainstream, it, it, I think it then falls to be classic because I mean, look at it. What is a twisted sister? That that would be a classic. But we're not going to take it. That or, or you know, burn in hell or you know, insert title I here. Me, yeah, yeah. You know that that would be 
it's a classic thing that anyone is really they they may not be a fan of but they know and they will you know legitimately accept it as being a, a metal band or metal anthem or whatever and well, appreciate it for what it is and maybe with the mainstream and what's not like say twisted sister like it's like it's twisted fucking sister it's fuck yeah fuck yeah we're, yeah and then like if somebody's like rat it's usually on and it, it it's like some drunk fucking whore at the bar going i liked rat nah. and you know and they're tatted up with high heels on and they're 45 stumbling into the bar still trying to pick up dudes well that's the other thing and, and you know what i mean and i could be totally wrong i mean a total judgmental dick it's like you know somebody comes up to you and you're like yeah when i was a kid i liked rad yeah i liked that leopard but like when somebody who's a slayer fan they're like i fucking slayer i mean you don't hear yeah. fucking death leopard <laughs> do you know what i mean you just don't hear that it's, no for for obvious reasons and i think what it is is it's like the more intense the music is twisted sister was fucking intense yeah you know for being a rock band more than even metal almost um just a hard rock <laughs> and you love band. my examples too you always focus on my example well, well yeah i mean that's what but, we're yeah. brought up so why not stick to it so it's like you, you know there's like there was a fucking fuck yeah to it but it was like uh, let's go listen to warrant and it's like she's ah. my chair it's a pop song and i want to go get laid well who fucking doesn't want to go get laid but who's a sick motherfucker there's not many sick motherfuckers out there and there aren't many people out there going i am i'm me you know what i mean yeah and it, i it, think certain an attitude and intensity about it and it's an interesting point too that you bring because the other way there are things that were once once mainstream not because it was mainstream by my statement that what happens to when it changes to not being mainstream it becomes classic not everything just becomes classic though because no. there is that shit that yes everyone hates like what a, a nowadays thing that i i fe- feel that does equate even though i don't feel that uh they're they're outputs of late are very metal but i i feel that there's a, a common appreciation from underground to mainstream kids alike for ghost and i think oh, that'll yeah. be a band that will go on and be, once it becomes out of the spotlight will become a classic thing and i think that's for a lot of stuff like uh, say a twisted sister you know it becomes a classic there but then like you said no one's going and going Warrant, fucking warrant, cherry pie. That is a classic. Well, like anyone that's a, a legitimate metal fan's going, that shit sucks, sucks and it sucks still. <laughs> well, you, you know what? Like about Ghost, and I, I don't even know that they're in the mainstream. I don't know that they ever can be compared to fucking sadistic intent. Yeah, they're they're fucking mainstream. <laughs> but um, well, they put out records. Well, and here's the thing, <laughs> right? I've read interviews with the name of the school that does the interviews, and it's uh. He says, you know, we set out, we wanted to do this big theatric show, so in order to do that, we had to sell records, we had to market, we had to do this, and we had to do that. So they, they started out from the get-go saying, we want to be big and put on a big fucking production. And I think you can kind of respect that, because they didn't start out going, yeah, man, we're in the underground, we want to do it our own way, and then they make a fake video, or a fake interview where one of the drummers, say, is on the phone, going, yeah, we just want to do it our way, and then... Ten years later, they're you just tell you how. Yeah, you could see the authenticity in, yeah. in people, and I think that's what differentiates then what uh, uh, what can become a classic then that was once big and, and all can appreciate. And really, 
I essentially equate the difference between classic and mainstream really is just the posers and all the mainstream current the stuff that was pushed trend hopsters right yeah trend hoppers once they vanish and it's no longer cool for them and then just the true fans are still there that's when it becomes a classic and that's <laughs> and that's twisted sister that's judas fucking priest that's iron fucking maiden judas effing priest right
a certain intensity, I think, that maybe is in the underground or, or in music, Reaper and I and all you fans like, that draws us to other things. Uh, so when you're not listening to metal, I wonder what some of the other people out there listen to. I love right. classical music, classical guitar, Spanish guitar. I can jam that all night. Composers like Tchaikovsky, Beethoven, Bach, I think there's a lot of almost metal elements in it. I mean, these guys were stacking symphonies full of how many stringed instruments and woodwinds and whatever else to to blow the fucking walls down, you know, and it's, it's very powerful, very complex music. A lot of the, the uh, um, the the uh, the yin and yang, the opposites, like where they have those parts that lull you to sleep, and then they just they they they, they blow the doors down. And dude, you're cracking me up here. I love how you like you. So you're telling like a really. Th- and- <laughs> I don't know if you can hear this, folks, but like in between Eddie talking, it's like he's got a really serious thing. Like, you know, it's very well accomplished musicians, and they're really good, and they play classical. They devoted a lot of their time, and like he's farting every tweet, every little thing he says. I'm really getting better at reading, though. But that's okay that that we do that because you know, better out than in, I suppose. What? <laughs> what the farts? Come on! Oh boy. Right, so like I, I know that you and your girl have been watching a lot of the Beatles lately, and yeah, Beatles was mainstream, borderline pop at times, of course. But especially as they got on in their career, there was a certain intensity that that. Well, yeah, Sergeant Pepper's. I mean, they, that song in itself, like that's like kind of like unheard of for the time. You know, it, it, it Paul is like nearly like yelling. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's kind of like a style, and it's it's an early rock and roll of well, I mean, rock and roll already existed by then, but yeah, it, it, there's a, I get where you're going, and, and there's a certain appreciation that one must have, and I think a lot of metal people are really closed minded, and I for one was like I, and probably still am realistically, I'm opening my not by choice, just by it just comes to you when you're young, you know, you just you want something especially when you're young you know you just want something just extreme because you're angry or something i mean as a kid you got different shit going on whereas an adult most people not all <laughs> just fuck it and you know and that's where you you can find your own world you don't have to deal with the people you don't want to deal with if you can find your own world and you're lucky enough some people still have to you know have to stay with a job that they don't want and deal with jackasses but others myself included are fortunate enough to not and by doing so yeah i feel that you you really don't give a shit and you can kind of just naturally develop a curiosity or just find yourself hearing shit and like you have a certain ear to it that you didn't before like you know i I never did once give a shit about the beatles but as you said you know something more now like i let's like actually give it the the time of day and i was like i get i i hear i have a lot of appreciation for i I am enjoying this I, i have songs that i enjoy and stuff and it's uh I think it's a good thing. It's a healthy thing. And that back to what I have said in a previous episode about, you know, the, the lyrics and stuff and how people like, I think you took it more so with the lyrics being like, well, I was attacking saying that, Hey, you can't say something simplistic and something basic. It's always got to be like really deep or something, which really wasn't what I was getting at. I was just saying like, you know, people really just utilize the same words and the same styles and rhyme patterns you know there's different types of ways to write poems and and i don't feel that ever everyone uses you know one guy goes writes a haiku and the other guy writes you know insert different styles of poems 
here, right. you know? I, I don't feel that other people do that. They just all write haikus and shit and use the same words and stuff. So you can't really identify with yourself. You can't really come up with something that is true to your own. You, and I feel that if you listen to stuff that's outside music, and like uh, Paul from Master had said, like, and I don't fully agree with that, but like he doesn't. I don't listen to any new bands and stuff because then I feel that like you you start to become that, and it's like you don't. Even, which I can understand though how one could feel that way, and that's why I say so. I and I never understood it as a younger kid. Like you know, I always had people be like, "Well, you're not going to listen to always that heavy shit. You're going to open your mind and stuff." Or you're, uh, they're actually insinuating that it's, gonna, it's gonna just stop eventually. Yeah, it's just gonna, it's gonna like, stop. No, period. It's like no, it just grows. You know, right. you appreciate all types of music. Well, it, it, I was jamming. Ex- I believe I was listening to Exciter the other day. And I, yeah. It, oh, what the fuck. And then you really it? start to appreciate six feet under more. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden, there's you know classical guitar going on in it. It's it's like. Um, there's even an Exodus album that that it's one you don't like, uh, Pleasures of the Flesh. There's yeah. all of a sudden there's a fucking classical guitar piece in the middle of it. Thirty seconds is what that song's called. I can't think of the Exciter thing. It's uh, I'm not really that big of an Exciter fan, so I couldn't really tell you. Or like you look at Richie Blackmore. He's got that Blackmore's Night, right? Which is like a it's fucking cool. It's it's there's I don't know, there's not even a distorted guitar in there. I think it's all acoustic, um, but it's like very European. Let's go drink beer and the and dance and the. Right. Courtyard, but it's 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 something very cool about it. Though it's cool to diversify, intermix different stuff, and that's what makes metal so convoluted is because it's been so done so much. But I also think that there's things that just shouldn't be blended together. Folk metal doesn't do it for no. me. No, but speaking of folk, like if you say to somebody, yeah, I, I like some country music, and they're like, oh, do you like? Toby Keith? Fuck no! That's that's oh. that that's that that's, that's poser that, country. <laughs> that's the pose. Yeah, and as I, a, as in uh, Devils, I was watching Devils Rejects and the scene where uh, Otis kidnaps those two dudes, Banjo and Sullivan. Yeah, and he's like, "Do you like this song?" He's like, "Yeah, I guess." He's like, oh really? He's like, "I thought you're like some down home tough country boy. You're just a city faggot with a cowboy hat." Right. That's what Toby Keith is to fucking right. country, <laughs> and right. that's what a lot of that shit is. But, but yeah, you listen to like the 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 old Hank Williams Jr. and. Uh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, for sure. And then speaking of diversifying then, and then there's a great band from Sweden or Finland. I can't fucking tell where they're from. I, I, I get so confused. But uh, Just the, the, coffin, the Coffin Shakers. Oh, yeah. They take horror and combine it to country. And somehow there's a metal connection. I don't know if it's just because a metal label put it out or what, but there's a metal connection. And they're, they're fantastic. Well, Guy sounds just like Johnny Cash, but it's like... I feel that it's better because I can relate to it more because I like the horror perspective. And I think Johnny Cash even kind of did do some horror perspectives. But, you know, he had religious shit and stuff. So it's like, it's cool to, let's throw away the JC and let's get some, you know. (laughs) It's also like, I tell you, one of of my funnest things to fucking listen to for me is... Most fun, Little Richard, <laughs> that, but a gay guy from the south. Hey Dennis, uh, remember when we asked about English? English? Yeah. Well, how's that he doing on his? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Little Richard, gay guy from the south in the fifties and sixties comes up to be granted mainstream, but that motherfucker classic. had to have some f- classic and had to have some fucking <laughs> attitude to do that. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean. So let's it, get the entertainment value going, though. What are the bands that are of different genres that you listen to? That well, I've metal? mentioned a few. All right, but you said you were going to get embarrassed by this, and we want good radio is embarrassment. So let's well, we embarrass said Richard, you, John Lee Hooker. We that's said, not embarrassing. All right, embar- dead can dance. 
That's a lot of a lot of people do. So I want embarrassment, man. Like I know you love NSYNC. Come on, <laughs> NSYNC, you got Let's it. Let's get it. I'm gonna get it out of you, man. I'm gonna juice this shit. I, I, Subvision, fucking love that band. That's a spoof off of another band that will remain nameless. Put that together. <laughs> You're a dick. Uh, Mazzy Star. I actually, there was some of that stuff that I don't know that. That's um, there. It was. Uh, you remember that TV show Twin Peaks? That's what that shit reminded okay. me of. Okay. Yeah. So there, I like the Fight Club soundtrack. I think that's fucking great because it reminds me of that fucking movie. There's a connection though to metal in a way. I I think like there's what, a certain intensity or, or like even like like pink floyd maybe mainstream not Oop. metal exactly it's not they're not singing about daisies and fucking flowers and how one there's there's a certain depth to it and i think that's even if it's mainstream and it's another genre if if if, if a i think most there's probably people out there that are gonna be like eddie satan's a fag because he likes says is talking about pink floyd on the heavy metal no I, I just think they're thinking that already probably <laughs> but th- there's a certain there's a certain respect because of the intensity because and that's why a band like that is a classic led zeppelin is another example i'm not even a big fan of led zeppelin but nah. you almost have to respect them because especially back then of course there was they were breaking the mold they were kind of doing their own thing and they became big doing songs you know that's your own well that too yeah (laughs) but and actually you remember you you told me something the other day was a blatant ripoff um the ghost cover of opus eponymous Eponymous. is totally a ripoff of salem's lot cover how is it not you're like "Eh, i guess it's like what do you mean a big old (laughs) a big old vampire dude with his hands in the air like you know like ah and then a fucking house in the in, in the midst of his cape Right. How is that not a ripoff? I mean, that's the exact same cover. And, and I don't think they're trying to hide the fact no, they're that not, latest EP, which that might be an embarrassment to and say that you like some of those bands. I would be embarrassed if I was them saying that I like ABBA. Whatever. Hey, I, I don't, I'm I, just saying. <laughs> dude, I tell you, there's a band I like. Hey, what the fuck are they called? They guilty sing, Pleasures. You know, Here's a Guilty Pleasure. It's uh, what the, the band. We're going to get them out of you sooner or later. Um, <laughs> I think we did a segment like that, though. Before. I think we did. The Magnolia soundtrack, Super Tramp. Oh God, there's so that's s- a classic rock band, though. Yeah, but I mean, aren't the, the, there's people out there that would call you? They'd be like, "Are you fucking f- moron, douchebag?" Listening to that, isn't that when I was young? I thought that life was so wonderful. Yeah, you know, and you oh, know why I, I like hate it. That. <laughs> See, but when I was like five, that shit was like on AM radio. Stations. But I wouldn't insult you for. I don't think any less or more of you. If I, I just well, then like, okay. It's I don't like that I band. Thought. No, I'm. Yeah, I thought we we're gonna get something good going. I thought you're like, you know, I just love Hanson. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. But you're busting and, out and, and, stuff that I know a lot of dude, metal right. fans like. Also, well, this, super trans. A, a fucking this one. This one might. I this this might be stepping on the edge. Fucking I, all right, let's get it. Pat Benatar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hit me with your best shot. Maybe you not that. Me. Maybe not that. Fire so- away, Eddie. <laughs> dude, do some fucking. Dude, I can see it now. The Hellcast Eddie Satan mug for Christmas. <laughs> It'll have your face and be like, hit me with your best shot, and you're like, you'll. And if you turn the mug ever so slightly, a fist is coming at your <laughs> coming face. At- <laughs> and on the back it says, "You want to belong." We belong. <laughs> we belong together. <laughs> oh my lord, that is. Uh, 
I don't know. That dude, that wouldn't really be that bare spot. I just think it's funny. It's definitely something you bust someone's balls for. Oh, but of course, doesn't really matter. And, I, and I'm totally sticking my neck out here. I don't give a shit. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. I shit. I wish I had some more to give you. Uh, I think we did this guilty pleasure thing once. But what, doesn't everyone love Coven? The old 60s band that was like the first satanic thing recorded. Like every, every metal person loves that band. I think it's boring as shit. Yeah. Because I think it also slices the other way, too. Because I think a lot of metal people, they take like just what the content is, and then they'll, they'll listen to that music only because of the content. And it's like, what are you, 10? Like, Donna the Dead does that shit all the time. Well, they sing about the devil, so I like it. It's like, maybe a 10-year-old thinks that way, but I'm just kind of like, all right. I, I, I know what I know, What story are they possibly going to tell me about the devil that I haven't heard in a metal song that makes me go like, well, now I like this kind of music because this band sings about the devil. You know what I mean? Like it's. I but mean, you know, if you like what you like, you like, you what, like you what you like. Like, like R- Rocky Erickson, Rocky, however you say his name. I for years, Don and uh, Charles from my mind's eye have been. They're like, you gotta listen to this guy. You gotta listen to this guy. And I'm like, yeah, one of these days, and, and it's out of sight, out of mind. Excuse me. And Ghost goes and covers it, and I'm like, I'm gonna check him out now because Ghost did it, and I, and I'm like, of course. And, and I I fucking dug it, and I was like, man, all these years I've been missing out on something that's got that. I, I understand what Don's saying. So he likes songs about the devil. I like stuff that makes you think like there's a certain intensity to it or uh, the worst day of my life because I, whatever happens on the best day of my life, I can put on any metal and listen to it and be and be happy. Some other genres, you know, if you're having like a really shitty day, you know, you're you're, you're missing somebody. You've been gone for four days. You haven't seen them. And you put in, say, I don't know, um, a dead can dance song. I might not be able to listen to it because I'm like, fuck this shit. It's it's touching too many emotion strings. Fuck, I got to get it out. And then I, I put in repugnant and I'm fucking happy because it, it almost like drowns it out. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and, and I think that's that's what I'm getting at with that intensity. When there's when there's something that can touch you however way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> like a priest and an altar boy. <laughs> 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 you know we're, we're I'm kind of getting off subject here like like totally. satan's really. new record um uh the second song 2025 there's that part that dun 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 dun, dun and then oh that he yeah. comes in and he goes ah, like that shit every time fucking just i it just hit, hits me in the gives chest you a stiffy. <laughs> it gives me a fucking stiffy i'm like this is fucking awesome and under the right circumstances i might have to get a tissue out and wow all right right. (laughs) you i have to give you props that you really do go above and beyond by telling personal information for the show (laughs) (laughs) my friend jeff who listens hey jeff uh he said he's like ever last time talk or uh one of the times i talked to him recently he's like i just finished whatever episode it was he's like Great episode, but I did not like hearing about Eddie Satan's uh, AIDS story. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but yeah. we had to keep it on there. It's good radio. <laughs> For some, I guess. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think of the... the see, I totally understand. And, and I, I think that I might still be in the closed-minded era, or I just... I haven't found that appreciation to uh, as wide of a range because i'm only like a one-off you know I, I like some beatles you know but i don't like everything that would be of that era you know I, you know what i mean well like, there's uh like the animals they had that song house of the rising sun great song. great song but some of the other stuff it's like yeah exactly right. the who is another i mean mainstream I, band 
But you know, they had classic, they had classic song, and have some songs that you're like, yeah, this song's all right. Like when you're out of the bar, you're like, all right, I can take this. But if they played in sync, like you said before, you know, it'd be like, ah, uh, fucking really. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I think anyone's thinking that. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I was, you know, that would have been great. <laughs> so really, what what what, 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 what what outside of metal do you like? You know, Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Of course. I'm actually this scrolling is Eddie through Satan my... For the new Hanson album. <laughs> I'm scrolling through it's my... It's the Christmas season, and fuck the Six Feet Under Graveyard Christmas. Get yourself the Hanson Christmas album. <laughs> but see, no, but like, so Uriah, Uriah Heap, that's another great fucking band that, that that's a lot of power metal people love that stuff oh it's fucking great man but i might be contradictory by saying the coven thing that i said and then don of the dead saying how he likes just things because they're satanic because i totally just said that you know johnny cash is cool but i like the coffin shakers better because they sing about horror kind of stuff they don't right. sing about horror movies but like it's just darker scary stuff. yeah yeah like, you know he sings about the going down to the grave where he murdered his wife yeah, you know, and you know, seeing the her apparition and stuff. I, I, I know just, what you. It's a cool visual, though. I like that kind of shit. Yeah, I, very I, good lyr- lyricist. I, I do too, and I, I like to say, I did, you know, I, I think there's a certain darkness that maybe we all like. Um, ah, that would be more mature to say. How about you, Reaper? Some of your guilty pleasures. My guilty pleasures. Oh God. Or I, just. I, Non-metal stuff? Non-metal stuff, yeah. I was looking. You know, I was trying to figure it out. I know. I, I know I have some. I was like, fuck. Um, Predator the movie. Uh, <laughs> Halloween. Oh. Uh, Freddy Krueger. Uh, I like Iced Earth. That's metal, though. I, well, yeah, that's why I said that. <laughs> I like Reapers. Uh, yeah, I like those. Uh, Boston. Uh You know, I love me some Boston, man. The, the, oh, the Boston hits. is great. Man. You know, I hear a lot of Merciful Fate. Uh, influence, or well, they influence Merciful Fate rather. Uh, at least f- to me, the boss. Thin Lizzy, uh, what do you think about them? I, I think a lot of metal people love that band, and I just may have heard it too much. Yeah. Blue Oyster Cult? I liked the hits. I, I, I'm not an enthusiast. Uh, I, I, an album does not rock my socks off. The greatest hits, uh, you can put about five of the best ones in there, and I'm, I'm good, you know? So I. I can listen to records, but yeah, far apart. Dawn of the Dead actually got me because I, I had like greatest hits of their stuff, and he comes along and hey, I, I bought like all these reissues with demos here, and he just gives me a fucking shit ton of Blue Oyster Cult. So I'm sit down, and listen to it. It's pretty good. It's some fucking weird stuff. Yeah, and some it, of that shit's really bad though. <laughs> it's so it's bad. It's just weird. It's it's uh, the later stuff is pretty bad. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 kind of weird to get on your palate. Uh, you know, yeah, it's hard. Uh, scorpions. I mean, I don't know. See, I'm pretty fucking like you know the coffin shakers. I mean, that's hard. See, I, yeah, I'm I'm like within still. You got guitars and stuff. I mean, I'm not busting out no Bach and stuff. I mean, can I appreciate it? Uh, yes, of course. But am I buying records and stuff? No. Yeah, see, I'm, I I will buy classical CDs and classical CD because I learned how to play guitar on classical, and I've totally dumped how to do it with my finger picking. I noticed. Yeah, because <laughs> I all the finger picking that would be in CM. Um, but I I but it could also be generational differences or age differences. Maybe you're that point in your life where you have come to that where Bach and shit hasn't well hit me to where it's like I'm gonna fuck man I need that to, shit hit you know? me. Here's when I was a kid, my mom and dad. When had, I was young, 
had their albums. I, you know, Alex Alton, this is in the 70s. You know, I'm talking three, four, five years old. Yeah. I'd be at home with my mom. My sister would be away at school. And every time my mom would go, like, hop in the shower, go do something, I'd go get, like, one of my dad's, dad's Tchaikovsky records out or my mom's, like, Roy Orbison or Beatles records. And I'd put it on the record player and fucking crank it. And my mom would come down, what are you doing? Screaming over the, because she had to yell over the music. She never yelled otherwise. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> especially at me. Eddie's and, mom is not listening. And, and uh, so I remember I was five, six years old, really young. And my dad took me to see the symphony. And I can't tell you what it was, but I heard the fucking kettle drums. I looked at my dad. I said, dad, what is that? Because those are kettle drums. And I was like. I want to play those. And that was the coolest fucking thing. So for a long time, I was, you know, when you're five, six, seven years old, talking to my dad, play something with kettle drums. And then he would get down. Uh, with the sickness. With the sickness. Like, <laughs> who was that? Disturbed. Disturbed. How do I know that? Oh, that is not so, a guilty pleasure, by the way. <laughs> sure it's not. That is awful. <laughs> but there was a, there was a uh, I can't think who composed it, a, a piece called Malaganya, and he would play it on piano. And it was the only time I ever saw my dad headbang because he, he, man, he poo-pooed my music uh, when I was a kid. He's cool with it now. He's 70-something. But, man, he would get down and he would jam on his piano. And it was, I mean, it was like fucking loud and powerful. And obviously no metal because it was a straight-up fucking piano. And the intensity I saw on, on his face and the way he was playing, and if you guys could see me here, and he's like fucking shaking his head like when you see the stereotypical guy jamming on the piano. You know, those were early on influences, and I think that's why now, like when I hear classical music or I hear someone jamming on a piano, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, dude! That guy's playing his heart out." Well, so. if you got anything to sell us, kids, whether it be anything about the mainstream turning to classic, some guilty pleasures, or your non-metal likings, or cross-genre shit, whatever the fuck we just or talked you want about. to kick Eddie off the show because I rambled about too much. Shit, well, write us. Write me, hellcast at hellsheadbangers.com. Or Eddie at eddiesatan at hellsheadbangers.com. You heard him before on the show, Destructor, the Cleveland Destructor, one of Athenar's projects, Eddie's biggest buddy. <laughs> he loves Midnight, but he was involved in Destructor. But this is a, a shout-out to Dave. This is a Dave Overkill's new project, Vulgar Devils with Slump Buster. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.
Die by power! Die by power! Fucking die by power! 